0: Welcome to Industry Focus, a podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market every day. Today is Thursday, August twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. So we're talking about energy, materials, and industrials. Today I am joined via Skype by the Motley Fool's auto industry expert, John Rosevere. Good morning, John. How's your week going? It's going very well. How how are things at headquarters? It's uh it's pretty nice out here. We um I don't know if you caught uh, wind of the uh, the DC humidity and temperature a week or two ago, but it was. Going up and feeling like 111 degrees, and it's cooled down a bit (laughs) since then. Um, Speaking of uh, things being on fire, uh, we're talking about uh, the prospects of driverless car technology emerging, and uh, I wanted to get you in here because this is a big deal. We got uh, news this week out of a uh, out of Delphi and uh, Mobileye. They're teaming up, and they are. Basically, creating the nuts and bolts of what an automaker would need to make a driverless car. Um, my my immediate reaction was this is a big deal, and right before we went on air, you confirmed that for me, so thank you. But um, I'm <laughs> super anxious to get your thoughts on this. So go ahead, kind of go over the deal first, and we can talk about the uh, the the broader ramifications.
1: All right. So we know that a bunch of automakers are working on developing uh, fully automated, self-driving cars. Don't have to touch the steering wheel. Those kinds of things. Not all automakers are doing it. What Delphi Automotive is a big auto industry supplier. They were spun out of GM years ago. They work with lots and lots of automakers over are all over the world.
0: they went bankrupt at some point, I think. like 15 and, years
1: but they're healthy. They're quite healthy now. And they they are. They've been working on yeah. self-driving for years. Yeah. Mobileye is a very interesting Israeli company. Uh, that basically makes uh, the computer brain's for assisted driving systems of all kinds. They They have a couple of specialties. One is taking the input from cameras and turning it into information that your car can recognize. Uh, but they're also very good at, at what we call deep learning, where the, the machine learning, where the, the computer learns over time as it accumulates more information. Uh, anyway, these two companies have worked together for years, and they came out on Tuesday and said, we're going to have a full-blown, what they call SAE level four or five self-driving system that will be available to just about any automaker that wants it, starting in 2019.
0: My, so, my jaw hit the floor when I saw that, because I actually got a push notification from I think it was Bloomberg or Wall Street Journal, and I was like, oh my gosh, is is, is Elon Musk going to lose his mind now? Or,
1: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Tesla's going to go their own way. There are other companies that are going to go, like General Motors is, is deep into their research. Ford is already well along on their research. Mercedes is very long. Uh, this is for, uh, first off, uh Delphi uh, not Delphi Mobilize says they work with 27 different automakers all over the world including little companies uh Chinese automakers there? that we don't know very well and yeah. so forth. Uh these companies will all have access to this technology starting in 2019. Everybody will be able to incorporate it into their vehicles and offer it. And so so yeah, in that sense it's a huge deal. I mean what we talk is, about the, uh, the race. go ahead. We talk about the race to self-driving cars. You know, it's not over but it might have become irrelevant was kind of my first reaction to this
0: yeah so my question was um what do you think the prospects are that um what's their play here do they want to be the go-to guys if you want to drop a driverless brain into your ford fusion what's their play here
1: well, Mobileye already sells components to just about everybody. GM does business with Mobileye, Tesla um, has done business with Mobileye, although they're discontinuing that shortly uh, because Mobileye isn't happy with what Tesla's done, but that's another story. Uh, but most automakers uh, do business with Mobileye uh, in things like that that are moving towards self-driving, adaptive cruise control, lane-changing systems, things like that, uh, so they're, they're already customers. Um, what de- what these guys are saying now is we will have a whole turnkey solution for you if you have chosen not to develop your own internal self-driving thing, we will have something for you that Got you can it. add for a few thousand dollars a car starting in 2019. What do you think for the GM, are- For GM, it's like, well, okay, we might benefit from the expertise that comes out of this as they develop it. But for, think about a company like Fiat Chrysler, uh-huh. uh, which has more debt than cash, which is scrambling to remake its product line all over the world, and which frankly has not had the bandwidth to work on self-driving cars. They can just buy this. Wow. And then they're in the game.
0: Yeah. So um, it seems to me like that in itself has um, uh, kind of two ways you can look at it. Did GM um, waste all that time and money over the years developing their own driverless stuff and the same would apply to Ford? Um, You know, because this is going to be just as good as what they did and therefore they can just buy it for a couple thousand dollars a car and drop it in, you know, Fiat Chrysler's. Or. Is uh, GM's in-house stuff still going to be a little bit better? Uh,
1: it will be better from GM's perspective, first of all, because they'll make more money on it. Um, if they can offer it as an option for the same price they'd have to you know, resell the Delphi Mobilize solution for, you know, there's a bigger margin on that. But more to the point, they can also integrate it more deeply into their systems mm-hmm. you know gm has the chevy bolt coming they all talk about that as a platform uh for things like self-driving because they can because they've they've set it up so that they can build this stuff right into the car's yeah what frame did they use level. for
0: the uh the, the
1: bolt um it's mostly new from scratch oh, they use okay. um some stuff from what is it the chevy sonic the, the suspension parts and stuff but it's mostly yeah. new from scratch okay so what does this mean for the industry at large uh it means everybody's going to have this stuff oh boy simply put uh, <laughs> you know or at least have access to it it doesn't mean that every car in the world is going to be self-driving in 2020 uh it's going to be a long time before every car is self-driving but it does mean that everybody gets this stuff um uh, every, everybody can offer this stuff uh, as it starts to make sense, as consumers start to demand it, as there start to be business cases for it. You you know, over the next decade, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I was wondering when we were going to meet up in uh, Pittsburgh for a day trip, and we we're just going to ride around in those Volvo's. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. So, the one of the tricks that I've heard that's you know one of the problems and the 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 solution is um, you know. It, it's really tricky to know where everything is for a car, even with the best cameras, with the best systems. It's all unpredictable. Um, where do you think these systems are with mapping cities? Because my understanding is one of the solutions that's been offered is just 3D mapping major cities, and that would make it a little bit easier.
1: Well, that, that's what everybody's doing right now. I mean, some people are buying this. Uh, Some people are doing it themselves. Obviously, Google's out there been mapping everything for ages. Uh, You need a highly detailed 3D map. Uh, But the thing is, over time, once you have a fleet of cars out on the road all sharing data, they build it. So we should talk a little bit about um, the definitions of self-driving. What they've said in this deal is that it would be a level 4 slash 5. This is from the Society of Auto Engineers. Sort of sorting out driver assistance systems. Level four is full-blown self-driving in some circumstances, like, for instance, if you're in a city where it has a map. Uh, level five is full-blown self-driving everywhere all the time. Don't even need to think about it. Uh, don't even need a steering wheel in the car. And that's going to that be a while. That's... Right, right, <laughs> right. But, but here's the thing. Um, if you have a level four car, you know, maybe you have a map of Pittsburgh and you drive around Pittsburgh, but then you drive to Chicago to visit grandma. The car is recording all that. Right. And if people take that trip and then, you know, mobilize official or the system's official map that's shared among all the cars
0: that use these systems. So usage is going expands. to lead to scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Uber's in Pittsburgh. They're, you know, I, what was it, the Volvo, what model was it that they were using? Do you know? It a uh, I don't remember offhand which It was model. like a SUV crossover thing. It was not Right, a Yeah, they also have Ford Fusions out doing
1: this, by oh, the way. Oh, boy. Their, their first one was a Ford Fusion.
0: Now, uh, do you know what GM and Lyft are going to use car-wise for their stuff? Chevy Bolt. Oh, boy. So
1: that's the whole deal. They'll all be the electric bolts. Uh We've actually seen self-driving bolts on the streets in San Francisco. They're already testing them. Uh, they're not officially rolling the pr- Bolts into full-blown production, I think, till like October and November. But um, they've made enough of them that they've got them out there testing with these self-driving rigs this on. Saw-
0: them. And of course, you know, Ford is uh, going to be mass-producing cars in 20 20- uh, self-driving cars in 2021. Um, although you noted, uh, I think in an article or uh, maybe it was the show notes. Um, it's only gonna the 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 twenty twenty one line that Ford's gonna come out with. It's only gonna be for ride sharing and ride hailing at first.
1: Yeah, that, I think that's their way in part of finessing the level four or five thing. Okay. Uh, Mark Fields, Ford CEO, came out and said, you know, we don't need a steering wheel, we don't need gas pedals, we don't need anything about that. Uh, but by saying that we're making it available only to ride-sharing uh, services, which, which uh, is like Zipcar, and ride-hailing services, which is like Uber and Lyft, uh, they can probably fence it in geographically Got while it. they build out the maps. I think that's what that's about. It's also, to some extent, um, hedging their bets a little bit around whether there's going to be mass market consumer demand for yeah. this at the price they will have to charge for it quite yet.
0: That way, uh, if they do pull it off, then they look like heroes or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, but also, not just that. I mean, they get several thousand of these cars out. You know, uh, if Ford is building cars for Robot Uber or whatever, some new competitor possibly, uh, maybe DD D- D- in China, somebody, if they're building these cars and they're building, you know, several thousand of them, the costs start to come down, they gain more expertise, the maps get bigger, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, over time. Uh, and then maybe in 2025, they can bring a, a a real low-cost solution out after a few years of running these things with with companies like Uber and Lyft. Uh, they can bring it out to everybody. And maybe by then, enough people will have tried it that, that there's real consumer demand for right. this thing.
0: So um, I'm sure the question in everybody's mind that's listening is um, – where, and I, I'm fully aware that you know uh, the argument could be made that in 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 the baseball game of driverless cars, we just had a couple of uh, the first pitches. Like this is you know, but Tesla's kind of been the leader with this. They've had you know Autopilot you know on the road for about a year now. I mean, does this take away Tesla's advantage or kind of thunder because they came out and they're like, oh, we got the fastest production car um, uh, uh, ever in production now. Um, but does, does this steal <laughs> any of Tesla's thunder at all? What the Well,
1: uh, no, I mean, Tesla, if you talk to people at other automakers that are deep into self-driving development, they will tell you Tesla's, it's not so much that Tesla's so far ahead, it's that they release
0: their system early. Right, and uh, we talked yeah, about that on know, another I mean, show. Uh, yeah, they were like, right. I, I can't it's, believe Musk is doing this. <laughs> right,
1: I mean, Mercedes-Benz uh, dropped a system where you in two thousand fourteen? They launched a system where remember, that had yeah. very limited highway autonomy. That was really the first uh, first thing that's like an, a self driving car. Uh, Tesla's was a step past that. It came out somewhat later, several months later, uh, and of course they've had uh, sort of the mixed results in, in in the market. And now regulators coming in and saying, well, maybe it's not good to have a system. Uh, that expects the human to take over under certain circumstances. Maybe we need to sort of more clearly define it. Um, the, the the thing of handing control back from the system to the human. That's kind of where uh, Tesla's system is a little ragged. Uh, and and where some of the auto, other automakers are saying, we're not even going to mess around with that. We're going to these level four systems that, that are fully
0: self-driving, or they're not, or they're off. Got period. it. Period. So, um... Again, this is, this is probably a little bit speculative, but um, I just returned from visiting my parents in the Midwest, and my they're actually relatively young. My dad's only in his mid fifties, and we're all sitting there at the dinner table, and I said, you know, guys, I think this driverless car thing it it's it's gonna happen, like in five or ten years. Like this is going to happen, and my dad just kind of chuckled. And, you know, he's born in the early 60s, and I don't know if he's just kind of jaded on technological advances or what, but it it doesn't seem like the average person still quite knows what's going on with all this. So, this begs the question, how popular will this be? Because his next thing was, I would not ride in these things with my family or children or whatever, I would just be too nervous. And I was like, oh, well, you know.
1: Well, I mean... It's hard for most people to relate to this because they haven't seen it yet. And so we we see these these big consulting groups, etc., academics doing these studies, and they find, you know, 68% of people, I'm making this number up, but it's it's in the vein of recent stuff that's come out, 68% of people said they won't try a self-driving car or whatever. Um, But... You know, this this is this is what happens when really groundbreaking new technology. Ten years ago, people is, said they never. It's about to come yeah, out. You know, yeah. I mean, it, if you had asked in 2002, will you carry a computer in your pocket? Right. Right, <laughs> and, right. And now we all have iPhones or Android phones that that, that are effectively computers in your pocket. Uh, this is and and especially where safety is involved. It's. It, it's going to take some time. People are going to have to see it. They're going to have to experience it. They're going to have to hear from their friends. You know, I went to San Francisco and rode in an electric Chevrolet that was self-driving. That was a Lyft car, and it was totally cool. It was, you know, it yeah. stopped at all the lights. It was careful in traffic, all by itself. It was really amazing. And and then you know more of these stories come out, and more of these stories come out, and then, you know, ten years from now, there's a button you can push in your Ford F one hundred and fifty. Uh, that will drive you home right and you know maybe you've
0: you've or come pick me up from work
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but, you know I I think the way this starts in the consumer world is where it's something you can switch on in your car sometimes and people start to tinker with it and play with it and you know, they go to a dinner party and maybe have three glasses of wine and probably shouldn't drive. Well, let's let the car drive. So, <laughs> and, the, and the car gets them home safe and sound and it's fine. And like, oh, well, maybe it can drive me to work tomorrow. You know, and they yeah. say this, this is how it'll work. People will play with it. Uh, there will be much talk about it. And eventually, and maybe not all that long from now, uh, it'll be a regular thing. Not every car will have it, but you know it'll be like an iphone it'll be technology that we all see and understand and it's no big deal
0: so um before we head out i did kind of wanna get your thoughts on um just kind of an a, a bottom line for investors here um we mentioned a couple of great companies um you know as you mentioned delphi is crazy profitable um trades on the New stock exchange dlph market cap of 18 billion dollars you know Forward mm-hmm. earnings P of like, I don't know, 16. Mobile Eye, of course, there's a, they're an Israeli company, but they trade here. MBLY, market cap of $10 billion, of course, Tesla, you know, of course all the other automakers. Um, where do you think from you know talking to all the people in the industry that you do? Where do you think the money is to be made in driverless cars? Is it software? Is it entertainment in my car? Is it just buying Ford? Is it, wh- 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 what do you see shaking out here?
1: It's a tough question. Uh, from a system, software, hardware perspective, Mobileye is the purest play. Unfortunately, everybody has figured that out, and the stock's really expensive. Yeah,
0: earnings. What is (laughs) this earnings per share like? Thirty cents or something? It's at a forty-eight dollar stock. Yeah,
1: (laughs) something like that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really crazy valuation, and we all look at that and go, "This is a well-positioned company. It's well-run. It's solidly profitable. It really does have the expertise." Um, But you know, you got to. So, what's the pure play on
0: the brains that go in these cars? Is that bottom line?
1: Uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's the good, it, it, it's the pure prey play on on the thing that makes the sensors talk to the computer, okay. and on some of the software actually, the deep learning software, the machine learning stuff.
0: Is there um, any kind of like legacy kind of repeat business cash flow type? You know how like Microsoft had Windows, and you, you know what I mean. Is there any of that with Mobileye?
1: Um, if so, it's not visible yet. Cool. If so, it's not visible <laughs> yet. Uh, yeah. yeah Again, part of the problem here is how is this going to shake out over the next four years? We don't know, but... A lot. I, I mean, just in the last month, we've had a ton of news. We had this deal. We had Ford coming out and doing this big thing at their Silicon Valley Tech Center. Did you know Ford has a I did not.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> where, where Mark Fields comes out and, and, and gave that whole news about we're going to be mass producing Level Four cars in 2021. You know, wow. <laughs> and the whole world went really. Uh, and we've got Uber saying that that they're starting this pilot program any minute now in Pittsburgh. And this is after Lyft and GM said in May we're going to start a pilot. program Program within a year. By a pilot program, I mean self driving cars where there are people in the car ready to grab the controls, but they're operating as Uber or Lyft rides.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, on a previous show we talked about the the valuations of ford and gm and like what's ford's Ford multiple like six or something like it's crazy yeah, though. um is this really bad for the automakers because you know we've also talked about how auto sales are historically at kind of a peak it's like 17 18 million cars um is this bad for them or how no no,
1: no not at all no i i think you know there are people who argue well Everybody will use robot Uber in the future and nobody will buy cars. Uh, you know, I think that's decades away if it ever happens. Uh, right. You know, you might use robot Uber if you live in Pittsburgh, uh, but if you live in Texas, you'll be buying F 150s. You know, it's possible 20 years from now that F 150 will be electric and it will have self driving capability, but it'll still be an F 150. Right. Yeah. You know, that, that market may go away, but probably not in my lifetime. Got it. it you know,
0: do you, um, I, I was talking to, um, gosh, who was I? Anyway, um, I had a bit of an uh, uh, insight when uh, I was talking. Was like, oh man, auto sales are going to fall through the roof if nobody owns a car and all this stuff. But then I realized if you've got all these driverless cars, you know, circling cities and giving people rides and all this stuff, um, that's a lot of miles. And the yep. life of a car might just be a lot shorter when they're driverless
1: yeah it's you know how long do police cars last how long right. do taxis last uh especially you know on the one hand there there is thinking that electric cars will be simpler to maintain and more durable over time on the other hand there aren't that many of them out there with half a million miles yet so right. we don't really know oh, right. <laughs> you know i mean it's still uh, there's still a certain amount of speculation to this um yeah i i it, there will be a market somebody's going to Somebody's going to be selling cars to Uber and Lyft. I, I mean, we know where GM has put its put its play, uh, and and that somebody was going to have to build the cars. And it's increasingly clear that Tesla aside, Silicon Valley is not going to be building the cars. I think, you know, we've seen Google take a look at this and go, they've stepped away from the idea of building a car. They want to build. Uh, Controls, brains, yeah, operating systems, something like that. There are hints that Apple may get away from their idea. That
0: yeah, that kind of got quashed. Them actually making the cars, right? Yeah. So, all right. Well, John, thank you for your thoughts. I can't thank you enough for uh, calling in today.
1: All right, it's been a pleasure. Thank
0: you. You bet. See you soon. Take care that is it for us, folks. If you're a loyal listener and have questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Just email us at fool.com. Again, that's fool.com. And as always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about. And the Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks, so don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For John Rosevere, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on!